0: all right everyone thanks so much for tuning in today's episode before we get started we'd like to let you know that the uncommon gem podcast is an adult content show meaning we may go into explicit detail or say some explicit words when talking about today's subjects we also like to inform you that we're not paid or sponsored by any of the donations or charities in the episode we simply just are giving it a shout out and hopefully spreading the word on some good causes thanks again for tuning in and let's get on with the show (laughs) Hey, hey, what is up? We are back. Episode 6 of the Uncommon Gem Podcast. My name is Kevin Estevez. I am the host of the Uncommon Gem Podcast. Thanks so much for tuning in. If it is your first time, you happen to be listening to us, we want to say thanks. Thanks for checking us out. And if you're coming back, even more grats, even more praise. Thanks for coming back. We got a lot of feedback in the past couple episodes, which I'm really grateful for. Decided, you know, to upgrade some equipment. So we got a new microphone, which is what you're hearing now. Hopefully that sounds better. We also got some new editing software. Shout out to Lawrence for letting us know about Audition on Adobe. It's actually really cool. It's been really easy to edit the ums. That was intentional. Didn't edit that one. Really quick, folks. I'm going to be honest. We had a bit of a technical hiccup with this episode in particular. Fortunately, the audio on my end while we were recording just really crapped out. But thankfully, my guest audio was perfect as was. Instead of just re-recording the entire episode... I think I'm just going to re-record my own audio, re-record my questions, just because the whole point of the show is to have that first genuine run. With that being said, though, there is some original audio in the actual episode itself, just because, you know, we want to keep those genuine moments. We want to keep those fun moments in. I do apologize. I know this is not the exact method and best way to do a show, but, you know, technical difficulties, they, they happen. We just got to learn and live. I do hope you take away a lot from this conversation. In my opinion, it's one of the more important conversations that we've had. But without further ado, let us get on with the show. Today, I am very honored and grateful to have our guest on. I met this man almost two years ago, maybe a little more than two years ago, but just a wise, wise person, especially for his age, especially for what he knows. He really educated me on a lot of things, but I'm grateful for him to be on the show. He is an entrepreneur. He is a musician. He's also a clothing designer definitely check him out please welcome to the show frank white
1: it hey, was going on y'all it's frank white cocaine of the game man what's going on i'm here what's up with it
0: hey thank you so much for hopping on the show man we appreciate it been a minute how you been what's going on with you
1: it's been a while man you know just working hard man taking care of the family working out trying to stay positive positive. Handling my business you know with the clothes the music hopefully i can start you know doing skits on instagram maybe because you know i got a little bit of <laughs> side on You know how I'm feeling. So yeah, man, you know, just trying to conquer the world one task at a time.
0: So do you mind telling the audience a little bit about yourself, Frank, a little bit about where you came from?
1: Well, for those who don't know, Frank White is Frank Bryce. You know, that's who I am. You know what I mean? You know, born in 91. I'm a 90s baby. I come from Harlem, USA. No Manhattan. Come <laughs> <from Harlem. laughs> raised on the east side, cover projects. I also was raised in Wagner projects. On the 120th and 1st, I ran around Washington Projects. That's where I kind of got my name at. You know the bullshit that came with it. (laughs) Humble beginnings. You know what I'm saying? Like, I grew up in a tough environment. Like, niggas are cut ass on your mom. And for people who don't understand what cutting ass is, that's joking. Cracking jokes. You know what I mean? But I'm from an era where you had to have a certain type of skin. Pretty much sink or swim mentality. You know, my dad at five, that raised a different type of savage in me. But overall, I guess I humped the beast, and now I'm ready to do what's right.
0: Man, I, truly, honestly, my condolences. That, it's it's always hard losing a person, but losing a parent, especially at that young of an age, you, you, that's when you need the guidance of that kind of parent, whether it be a mother or a father. But yeah, I, that guiding light is really important. Absolutely. How have you been working through this pandemic stuff? Have you been still doing music?
1: Right now, what I want people to focus on, what I want people to know for sure, is that if you watching this podcast or listening to this podcast with prior knowledge of me, just know I'm going to get back to that form as far as music is concerned. Like I'm fairly new when it comes to the clothes game. I'm going to expand that as well. But right now the focal point should be the music. Like I'm going to get back to, you know, the freestyling every other day. I've stopped because I have neighbors, you know what I mean? And yeah, A lot of stuff comes in between your dreams, but I'm just about to just say stuff my foot in it, honestly.
2: I just (laughs) try
1: to notice the music. Music is more important. That's what I fell in love with. That's what started me on this journey. And I feel like that's where I'm going to submit myself first and then everything else will come with it.
0: Hell yeah, man. And I really love your music, too. That's what I was saying on IG Live is that besides the dope beats, the dope bars, there's really meaning and power behind the words that you're saying, especially with the song Walk With Me, which we are going to talk about later on in this episode.
1: My personal favorite song. That's one of my favorites.
0: Hell yeah. How about you tell us a little bit about your clothing as well? As far as the clothing, it's
1: Fearless. My wife decided to change the name up. And the reason why I chose Fearless is because it means a lot to me, that word, just period, being where I'm from, how I grew up. I mean, I was always Fearless. I always was like, you know, the the little dude going against the big dude or going against authority or whatever it was. I just always had my own way of doing things. And I guess you would call it stupid sometimes, (laughs) but... Fearless nonetheless.
0: You had mentioned on the IG Live how you're fearless and relentless in everything you pursue and everything you do. Because whatever goal you're trying to shoot for, whatever goal you have in your vision, you always try to pursue it. You also had said something on IG Live that I really loved, so we should bring it out on here. You had said, especially in the way that you're trying to succeed in different lanes, that you have to take the shot. You have to take the shot regardless. Sometimes, you know, the shot could miss. Sometimes it's a bad looking shot, but you're never going to know. You're never going to learn unless you take the shot
1: absolutely as long as you scrap for a rebound that's all it is you just got to get in there and get yours and that's anywhere if you in a different area you got to conquer that too like and that's also a part of my life journey as well like i moved to jersey and happened to find a job out here too and pay my bills and continue yeah. so that's just also another addition to my life that's another part of my life like the fearlessness is what i live every day that's not just a brand on a clothing that's not just a yeah. word on a shirt That's my life.
0: I want to talk about how you also mentioned you slowing down on the music side of things, but you have taken some time to really focus on your family, your loved ones. I mean, you're engaged. Can you tell us about that feeling about making sure you get everything right with your family first? For
1: any artist, that's hard. And it's something that's very important. Like, you got to know when to just turn the cameras off and get to what's more important. A lot of people normally leave the hype just to take care of their life. You know, like I was doing a lot all at once. I was on radio stations. I was on online radio stations. I was on This Is 50. I did a lot. I was on Hip Hop Is Real. And now Hip Hop Is Real is one of the top battle rap coverage groups out there. And I got introduced to them through their cousin who liked my music. So I was doing my thing, but I had to slow down to learn the business aspect, copyright and trademarking, just basically protecting my intellectual property. So that's what made me take a step back and making sure your family is behind you and support you in what you do. That gives you the ability to go back full force like you never left, because once you get them right, they prep you for what you got ahead of you. And then you just go out and handle whatever you got to do, because if you look back, you know, you still got your family there.
0: Before we keep going with the show, I just want to take the second to really say thank you, Frank, because he was one of the first people to reach out to me and actually ask to be on the show, which is really cool, because I never thought that would happen so soon, but to see that people want to express their opinions and express their stories, like that means a lot, especially someone like Frank, because you know, he's a good friend of mine, sure, but he's seen certain things that no one else in this world has seen, so I think it's going to be a really good episode for people to take in this information, which is also part of the reason why you wanted to get on the show, right, Frank? Absolutely.
1: I wanted to spread awareness to everybody besides the music that I'm very involved in getting kids and making sure that they have a better life than I had.
0: So, as always, we dedicate some time on the show to a donation or charity that the guest wants to bring attention to. Today, Frank was so gracious to bring one to our attention. Frank, you mind telling the people where you donated today?
1: Right. Today, what we we're talking about is the Children's Defense Guild. That's a program that I donated to. What they do is they help the youth at risk, and they give them a chance to be better. They give them programs where they can learn how to write, read, something like a GED program. They give them certain housing with rules and regulations to follow to keep them on the right path. And I feel like that's great because they have a second chance. These are kids with a troubled past. I myself was a child with a trouble past. I'm a man with a trouble past if that's the case. And I feel like I just wanted to reach out and help. And a staggering statistic I found out is it was 44,000 kids in 2017 that was arrested every day for just, I guess, trying to live or expressing themselves in the wrong way. I'm just here to show them, like the Children's Defense Guild, that there's other ways.
0: Mm -hmm. You have to imagine, you know, how bad it can get for someone that doesn't even have that kind of support, have that person to be there for them. And it's just such an important thing to be taken care of, especially after 2020, you know, like. We find out the government really doesn't care about these people kind of putting them in these terrible positions. And you think about how there's hungry kids out there in America. You think about how there's families like barely paying their bills. So it's nice to make sure that these kids grow in a program that ensures they're safe, that ensures their education is taken care of, mental health taken care of. It's just super important to have them in that environment.
1: And we need that right now in these dark times, a very bright light to lead kids the right way. And I'm one of them. And I'm gonna start taking a bigger step in it too. I'm going to try to reach out to these organizations to see how I could try to put something together to get these kids clothes or books or things that they need. And I'm going to start immediately.
0: I want to give a shout out because the founder of the organization is still alive. Her name is Marion Wright Edelman, and she's 81 years old, and she's still the leader of this organization. People may know her from the civil rights movement. She worked very closely with MLK but i think that's very important to see that to see that dedication too because it shows that passion that's actually behind the whole campaign itself for the kids for the people that they've been fighting for for over the past 40 plus years you know this has been an ongoing fight and For someone like her to still be in it, still be going through with it. I think that shows that this is more of a loving charity service. It's not some kind of, you know, service where, oh, we're just going to give kids books and food and we're going to call it good. No, they're here to actually set them up for the future, set them up with some goals and point them in the right direction. So as Frank had mentioned, there's many programs where they're teaching the kids. Also many programs where they're feeding them. They even dedicate some of the programs to high school students that are leading their community. To get them some scholarships and point them into colleges. And on top of that, too, they they definitely are fighting the good fight because they've tried to pass many laws and bills in several states for the federal government just to make sure that these kids are taken care of.
1: This is a hefty battle, but, you know, with help from people like me, you know, maybe we could have a better chance at winning.
0: 100%. Yeah, yeah. I really want to shout that out because more often than not, it's the color folks, the color people that are experiencing this, this kind of miscare or put in a failed environment. So to see someone from their community stand up and say, hey, we, we should support this. We should do these things for our kids, I think is very important for them to see. Right. No more standing by. Time to act right now. Awesome. Well, thanks again, Frank. And as always, folks, you can check the link in our biome, but it is children'sdefensefund.org. We'll also put it in our Instagram so you know where to go, know what to look for. But also, please do some research. They have really cool articles on the website. They also have a lot of their records for public viewing from their past, so you can see just how much they actually have been trying to pass certain bills and laws, which I think is really important for them to show that history. All right, so folks, this is the name of the show. This is why we bring people on to talk about the things they are passionate about and the things they love the most. So Frank, do you mind telling us what your uncommon gem is?
1: My uncommon gem is the importance of these groups while they're here and the effects of not having these groups or rather the town where I grew up, where these groups was around, but they weren't as prominent as they are today.
0: You've seen it so much in your life, people taken away, whether it be by drugs or violence, whatever it may be, but it's just so sad. Could you speak on that a bit as a person that grew up in that environment, how you want to change it?
1: Immensely, because growing up where I grew up, I've seen a lot, as Kevin said, and I'm just going to springboard on that. What I've seen was a lot of gun violence and robberies and a lot of things that the normal child shouldn't see. You know what I mean? And we had the cops out, but they weren't really here to protect us. They was more (laughs) here to, you know, catch us in our bullshit when we was doing the things that we didn't know at the time. You know what I mean? We were just doing things to survive. But if we knew about programs like The Children's Defense, we would have been able to go to places where we were able to feel loved. And when we did, certain places were shut down. So, like, even though we did find a home, we were still in that environment where it was hectic and crazy. And it's important for organizations like this to exist because I made it. But I made it because I told myself that I could have a better life. I believed it, so therefore I did it. But a lot of these kids don't believe that. They looking online, what they seeing. They seeing influence as far as, like, Women, money, and it's all a mirage until they get in it, and it's like, yeah, you know. So it's very important to have organizations like that to show kids that there's a way out, and that you don't have to do
0: the things that I've done. and That shit's really traumatizing. It, it really changes you. It, it does change me. A lot of people also get stuck in that mentality where it becomes a lot harder just to trust someone, just to trust a normal person, and even in their life,
1: which spoils a lot of relationships exactly because you could have been a much better person than who you were but based on not trusting somebody or i don't believe them you know there's no real goal there so they find themselves back in the same situations that create havoc or mayhem
0: so you're a person as we mentioned that that comes from that background but you're trying to instill that change in your own way try to do it your own way in your music you make efforts to reach out to the youth and show them that they can do things their way and how they can get in the field that you're in How do you reach out to the youth in your community? How do you do that best?
1: Okay, so what I do, as far as that's concerned, is I go on internet, social media mostly, because kids are influenced by social media now more than ever. It's like what the internet say goes to these kids. So I take my music platform to be able to speak to the kids, to tell them like, hey, don't do what I've done. Like on one of my IG TVs, I did a whole IG Live about how being... Gangster is not real, but real is not gangster. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, a lot yeah. of people think being gangster is real, but to real men like me, that's not gangster. So I was sitting there trying to tell people, kids and adults alike, dudes my age, even older, letting them know, like, listen, that gangster is corny. We're not doing that. we becoming real men. we taking care of real issues. So what I do is, if I'm outside, I see a kid, you know, if there's a situation where I can interact, and I know it sounds crazy. I'm not just outside talking to little kids. Like, <laughs> if, there's a, <laughs> if there's a situation where I see that I can engage or if I'm on a basketball court or something that puts me in the area where I can interact, I do. And I try to tell them, like, hey, man, like, you know, they're like, oh, you know, you moved to Jersey, man. Yeah, you can, too, if yeah. you, you know what I mean? And I'll lead by example. Most, I'm not going to sit here and tell you something is possible if I'm not doing it myself.
0: Sometimes people can take that as flexing or, oh, he thinks he's better than me. He's trying to show me up. But in actuality, it's more that you're you're trying to teach them. You're trying to put them on game. Show them there's other ways about it. Maybe they can get a family in the future. Maybe they can do cool shit like hang out with them at the beach. Which is to say that it doesn't have to be all violence. It doesn't have to be all hate. It, it can truly be really peaceful. It can be very easygoing. Right. As it should be. So I'm real glad Frank is here to talk about these kind of situations because... I'm gonna break up a conversation, but when we first met, I'm not sure if you remember Frank, but Nipsey Hussle had just got murdered, and you actually opened my eyes to a lot of it because, as we mentioned, you know, you you unfortunately have seen many people in your own life, many friends, family, be affected by gun violence. Can you speak on how we need to start straying away from this path of gun violence?
1: Oh man, that that gave me chills. <laughs> um, yeah, that was that was deep. The reason why I say we should definitely dub gun violence or just get rid of it altogether is because one, you're taking people away from their families. You're taking men away from their kids. You're taking a son from his mother. You're taking a husband from his wife. You're taking a brother from his brother. You're taking a nephew from his uncle. You're not just killing him. You're killing everybody. You know what I'm saying? And it's bringing tears to my eyes because I've lost friends off of gun violence. So many. I spend the whole podcast naming people, literally. And it's affected me to a point where I've been to funerals. And gun violence shocked me because I moved to Jersey and I met my nephew. Well, he wasn't my nephew, but I considered him to be my nephew. He was murdered seven months later and he had just left my house. I had just Left his daughter at the birthday. I paid a $238 cab from New York so I could be here in Jersey to see his daughter. Like that shock, it hit me. I dropped to the ground and cried. I'm like, we got to stop this. I could fight. We could fight. Like, it's no reason to, you know what I mean, kill a man because you're scared of him. The way he walk intimidates you, how he talk irritates you. Like, really? Nah, man, that's not it. That is not it like i I, and i go to the gun range every day you know what i mean i know what it's like and i know the power behind the gun yes you feel like a man but that's just a false pretense right so just put it down put your hands up if not have a peaceful resolve you know how many people i punched in the face that i could talk to i'm not dead they not dead
0: yeah yeah arguments happen people get mad but i would much rather have the chance to talk to that person again and water under the bridge the situation you know like instead of losing them instead of never having that chance to talk to them again
1: that's an inferior man that's an inferior person mm. somebody who think that is cool to take away lives and all that i mean okay every everywhere except for chicago they got reasons that's deep but other than that ain't nobody really need to be out here doing that that's right that's something that need to be put under the un, under the bridge put the bridge on it take the water out submit it turn it into a whole parking lot <laughs> get rid of it. Like, yeah. Hell yeah.
0: I I know that for a fact there's going to be a large part of the audience that may have never even shot a gun, may have never even seen a gun, especially considering how common this is for colored people's lives. Me personally, I've lost so many people just on natural causes, whether it be cancer, whether it be, you know, disease, but to have them be taken away just because someone chose that, just because someone decided their life didn't mean anything anymore. And the other thing is, like, to me, like, not only do you lose that person, but you lose that chance to gain their knowledge, gain their perspective and grow with them. Who knows? There's always that saying, like, the next kid that could have cured cancer could be in these environments, could be caught up in these kind of situations and troubled neighborhoods.
1: But until the environments
0: change, the kids won't change. Like, if I'm
1: going outside and all I'm seeing is death and destruction, that's all I know, then I go in the house. You feel me? Let's say my house is not the fit house that everybody would like, right? So now I got to go home to my mom and her boyfriend or my mom and my dad arguing. Then after that, I go listen to some music. It ain't nothing about shooting and spinning blocks. That's a mechanism. You're being brainwashed every single day. And then when something happens and you react violently, you might be taken aback by it, but a lot of us don't. We look at it like, this is what that is? okay. And then we become it. And that got to stop.
0: Something that you do that I think is really dope that I think a lot of kids can learn from too is that you like to network across with a lot of people in your community, a lot of your friends. For example, you worked with designers, you worked with comedians. I mean, you even reached out to me, you know what I mean, for to hop on the podcast, which is cool because I think you're trying to show people it's as simple as this. You can reach out to anyone that you know or someone you know and be like, hey, I think what you do is dope. Let's collaborate on something. Let's Let's do something together. Can you speak on what you've learned or taken away from a process like that of working together with these kind of people?
1: What I've learned is that there are a lot of humble people that's willing to help. That's what I've learned so far. Then I've also learned that information costs. So if you want to learn something, you have to pay for it. But that's also miseducation. We pay for lack of information. Mm -hmm. That's why we pay electricians to come in. That's why we pay, you know, but... To have it and mastermind it, that's more what I'm focused on or what I'm doing, trying to make sure I know what I know and handle my business appropriately. A lot of people are very humble as well, you know, because they they own an up-and-coming too. So that's the humble period. I've never reached out to people of a certain stature because once you do, that's when the dollar sign is attached to it. And I've paid for a lot of promotion as well. So don't get me wrong. You're going to have to. This is not a cheap game. Being your own boss, being independent, that is not cheap. So sometimes you walk into these brick walls, but in order to reach out, that's because the music is dope. If the music wasn't dope, I wouldn't be able to do what I'm doing. That's for any artist. If little baby wasn't who he is, he wouldn't get the opportunities he had. But that's because he puts the music out. So to be able to reach out, that's them reciprocating as well. Like, yo, I heard your music is dope. I would like to to have those outlets that help. You have to spread yourself across many different platforms i even got a tiktok bro i even did one of them little challenges a oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know just trying to appeal to all audiences man you got to have like a i think i have the face for that so
2: hell
0: yeah definitely and i think the proof shows in the work too because it's not so much that you know you're you're all hard workers what's that love behind it is the fact that you took the time to put a little extra into it you took the time to get the right people in the right room So clearly, to invest in yourself means it requires a lot. You had mentioned that knowledge and information cost things. I mean, I could speak on it for myself, you know, even working with the podcast, it did cost several hundreds of dollars, you know, but that's just between getting equipment, that's just between getting the graphics, getting the music, make sure that it's all coming together as a cohesive project. But all that to say that I'm here now, we're recording episodes, we're doing episodes, I'm sure you yourself also have a similar feeling of, wow, this is really taking a minute to get going or I'm putting a lot into it. But then there's that feeling that you get when you actually hit that moment of, oh, I'm actually here. Can you talk on that feeling? Can you speak on that?
1: Absolutely. I'm still doing it. And when I get to certain levels, I'm going to be just doing it at a bigger level. Being able to produce your own money is like it is it, it, it's, it's, it's a fight. You know, you got to know that you're putting your dollars to the right thing. You got to go out and get that good computer. You got to go out and get those good headphones. You got to make sure you got that MacBook that Mm work. Then you got to get the hard drive for it just in case you make extra music. The grind don't stop. And coming from me, my experience is there's going to be a lot of nights where you can't go to that party because you got to go to that studio session. There's going to be a lot of nights where you can't hang out with that girl because you got to sit in your creative space and write your rhymes or... Write the next idea for the podcast. So, right. a lot of sacrifice and through sacrifice, it creates separation. So, before you do anything, make sure you have people who's willing to stand and bear with you because it gets very lonely.
0: So, as we mentioned, Frank's really trying to take a step in helping his community, helping the people around him, and also really make sure the youth sees the different ways they can go about life, see that they can invest in themselves, see that they can do better business for themselves. I really respect that, too, because you have this song, Walk With Me, which we're going to play soon. But the lyrics really speak on that a lot, especially because when you listen to it, it's you telling them, hey, I come from that environment. Let me talk to you a bit about it. Can you speak on what it took to write that song and what went into writing that song?
1: Oh, man, my personal favorite, Walk With Me. The thought process on Walk With Me was really just me wishing I had somebody with me when I was going through what I was going through. And we, just like the movies, man, we write for real life experiences. And my experiences was, I remember a lot of anger and not having nobody to talk to or feeling trapped and not having nowhere to escape to. So Walk With Me was my representation of what I would do if I was that person for me. And it's just a beautifully written song, lyrics well thought out, like just the first two lines these walls i hate them talking to me what should i reply with if the walls could tell you your secrets what would be your answer so that song is really attached to me lyrically spiritually emotionally like that's literally a song from my life
0: it's a lot of what's going on in this conversation right now you know it's it's being able to sit down with that person have that platform have that space to just talk
1: but before we get into this music right Mm -hmm. i got one question for you what's up what do you think about that line? Like, what's your own person thought about that line? And I'm going to tell you the line, right? The line is, I've always seen the bigger picture. Somehow I'm the sidekick.
2: Man, I feel like that's the story, bro. You've always seen people around you succeed. You've always seen people like some people that you look up to, like, do the damn thing. But you're like, I was right there next to them. Well, what about that? I dropped out of college. I didn't finish college. And, you know, obviously a lot of my friends continued on. They graduated. Mm -hmm. But then I figured my own lane out. I was like, you know what? That doesn't necessarily have to be for me. I don't need to be many thousands of dollars in debt. I can just figure some other shit out. So then I went to comedy school. Then I started doing more comedy shit. Then I started doing this podcast, you know? And that, that line, that's what that line means to me. But I feel like that's a relatable story for so many people. Like, they see this one thing in their head. Meanwhile, Mm -hmm. they're just out here, like, not even close to it. So, you know, it's how you figure out how to get to that picture.
3: Beautifully
1: said, man, because I was thinking the same thing.
0: All right, folks, here we go with Walk With Me by Frank White.
3: (sighs) Yo, this is a message, man. Just want to talk to the young ones out there, like, I I hope they hear me, I hope they hear me. And everybody else. Everybody come in, take man. this walk with me. I show you. Come and take a walk with me. Come take this walk with me. Through the streets of New York with me. To have a talk, come sit down with me. Roll an 8, come light a pan with me. Why don't you? Why don't you? Come and take a walk with me. Come take this walk Through the streets of New York with me. To have a talk, come sit down with me. Why don't you, why don't you? These walls, I hear them talking to me, what should I reply with? I have always seek the bigger picture, somehow I'm the side I can't get this to things that I get. Really? When I kept my attention strong get yeah, my mind swift, peeped away, my mind switch. A grown man walked the path of a leader, more stripes than Adidas. Got resemblance yeah. in my features, feeling like a young Jesus. Yeah. Pardon me if I'm blasphemous, the ancestors, they laugh at us, fuckers, we in parrot. No Richard Pryor, these situations is dire dark Looking for a lighter, praying, trying to find clearance But only get ecoherence, then when the guns start flaring, The reason is quite apparent to a homie losing his parents Now tell me where the end in at If them pussy niggas sending shots, we gon' send them back I said, dog, it ain't no end at. And if these pussy niggas shooting shots, then we gon' send them back Come and take a walk with New York with me, to so have a talk, come sit down with me. A, roll roller eighth, come light a pan with me. Why don't you, why don't you come and take a walk with me? Come and take this walk Through the streets of New York with me, to so have a talk, come
0: sit down
3: with me. Roll roller eighth, come light a pan with me. Why don't you, why don't you? Now I took this walk with you. I said I'm glad I had this talk with you. I said I Cause There's a couple thoughts I shared with you. I thought I shared it just to let you know I care for you. I gotta put it all out there. I'm really being serious. These young niggas thinking, shot at they delirious. Another nigga getting hit, I'm tired of hearing this. These young boys pack them up on some clearance shit. It's a damn shame these young niggas running gun campaigns and they ain't really proving a damn thing. These motherfuckers gotta get their mind right Listen, nigga, the time right If they think critical, nigga, they probably shine right But they worry about the bitches in the limelight Worry about the licking the clubs and the highlight I said, if you call at a highlight Shut the fuck up, little nigga, and get your grind right Come and take a walk with me Come take this walk Through the streets of New York with me To have a talk, come sit down with me Rollin' eight, come light a pan with me Why don't you, why don't you come and take a walk with me Come and take this walk with me. Through the streets of New York with me through the streets of New York. So have a talk, come sit down with me Rollin' eight, come light a pan with me Why don't you, why don't you
0: Folks, that was Walk With Me by Frank White. Please check him out on Spotify, any streaming services. Check out his other music, too. There's there's a lot of stuff he's got. He's got The Man, Came to Mac, a personal favorite party song. Just us a couple friends, get a couple drinks.
1: Survive. It's a vibe. It's iHeartRadio, Spotify, Apple Music, Deezer, whatever you got. It's
2: out there. Go get check it. Check it out.
0: Frank, before we wrap up, there's one random question I want to ask, just because last time I asked you, it was a really fun conversation. But who are your top five favorite rappers of all time?
1: Oh, man. Top five of all time. Jesus Christ. That is a great question. Um, (laughs) As far as all time, number one, I would have to say Rakim, only because Rakim has had an illustrious rap career and one of the only rappers that never cursed and a great storyteller, too.
2: Yeah.
1: So that's that's number one. My number two, definitely more modern Jay-Z, Wordsmith. Great with the lyrics, double entendre, triple
2: entendre, king. A success story. He lived in Marcy Ave. It was really crazy projects over there. So
1: made it straight to the top with just his pen. So it could happen. Third, I would have to put Biggie. Because I didn't know that Biggie actually was a singer. I watched a documentary and I found out he could actually sing. So for him to be able to put his singing into patterns of rap and just Wild audiences with his flow. for I would say Big Daddy Kane. Hell yeah. Because he definitely did his thing. And last but not least, who would I put into my last slide? <laughs> it's so many.
2: Yeah. It's
1: a big game. Oh, man. I would have to put J. Cole. Not too many could do that. And I had to put him there because... Not to take away from all of the greats, but there's a reason why a lot of people I don't have there. I don't have Snoop Dogg there because I've never heard him get super lyrical. Like, you just spin a bunch of bullshit. Like, yeah. you in the game and you a legend because of longevity, but I don't really like your music like that. Not to put down on Snoop Dogg. Respect the Snoop Dogg. Respect <laughs> the uncle. But sorry, man. I, I'm not a fan. You know, and then a bunch of other people, but it's just... The accolades and the men that our name and the way that the flows was out, you know, Big Daddy Kane was emulated a lot. You know, Rakim, you yeah. know, Big E, Flow Unmatched, Jay-Z still dominant and was able to take over the game at the time that these men were. He opened up for Big Daddy Kane, which is dope. Yeah. And then Ron, that's my father, and that's who I'm sticking with. I wouldn't no no Tupac. <laughs> we,
2: won't lot, we won't go there. We won't go there. A lot of the songs that,
3: yeah, man, all right. <laughs>
2: You know what's funny? There's that one like uh, freestyle with Biggie and Tupac. It's like a live recording, and like Biggie murders it. And he only does like a minute rap, and then Tupac right. comes on. And he's literally just yelling. He's not even rapping. If you ask me, he's just yelling.
1: <laughs> right. So Biggie outclassed him.
0: Yeah. Dope. I always love asking that question. Especially, it's fun finding out people's influences and inspirations, especially when it comes to music. Once again, Frank, I want to express my gratitude for you hopping on the show, especially sharing your stories and getting attention to the Children's Defense Fund. But yeah, you know, it's the real beauty of the show is that we're getting the attention out there and letting people hear these stories. And as we said, you know, these kids need some help. So definitely check out ChildrenDefenseFund.org. If you know a family in need, if you know anyone that could use the help, point them in this direction, point them towards this website. And, you know, just help, help people in need if you see that you can. I feel now more than ever, we see so many people out in the streets struggling. And I think little can go a lot of ways. Frank, before we head out, do you have anything you want to say to the people?
1: Um, Before I go, man, you know, just stay positive. I know it's hard. I mean, we face life challenges every day, but that's the thing. As long as we can face the challenge, then every day is just a regular day.
0: Frank, where can people find you? Where can people check you out?
1: Amazon Prime. Any way that you can find music. You could Google my name. You could go to it directly. There's a lot of ways you can find my music. You know what I mean? Right. I'll be releasing more music from the Instagram page. But right now, I also have stuff on SoundCloud, Share that piff so i got a lot of and that's the old stuff on that piff so if anybody want to hear frank white from four years ago make sure y'all go (laughs) check that out and i'm pretty sure it's gonna be more heat but i was more lyrical back then but if you're looking for frank white make sure you check out spotify itunes everything else the music is there Get in tune
0: all right as always folks you can check us out on spotify soundcloud apple music we're also on youtube and definitely check us out on instagram and twitter for the social media and that's actually a good point too because Frank literally reached out to us by DMing us on Instagram. So if you are feeling up to being on the show, if you are willing to share an uncommon gem for the people, definitely message us, definitely hit us up, and we'll, we'll get something going. We can definitely set up an interview. Once again, shout out to Boy Brooks for the music and Lawrence Benali for the art. Thank you all again so much for listening. And I know today was a weird episode. I know the audio thing may be a bit strange, but we will get better. We will learn from this mistake for sure. So thank you for bearing with us during this episode. And thanks again to Frank. Folks, I hope you have a great rest of the day, night, or morning, whenever you're listening to it. Hope you take care, alright? Peace out, y'all.